Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about Angular and why it attracts so much hatred. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, why does Angular attract so much hate? Specifically ASP.NET Core and Angular or React. Well, I don't I'm going to be honest here, I don't 100% understand the question here, like, uh, well, alright, let's see if we can go back and maybe this is not actually the question. So why does Angular attract so much hate? But then you go on asking about the combination of .NET Core and then Angular and React and so forth. So I'll try to, I'll try to summarize this and we'll just touch on all three and usually uh, like uh, the criticism that all three of these usually have which uh, let, let's start with uh, with Angular then. So Angular has had a bit of a rocky road since AngularJS and uh, then Ang like uh, the newer versions and the reason comes down is usually to two things that people have a problem with. Uh, the first and main problem that people have with Angular that is, in essence, that they feel that it's a complicated framework. That's the long and short of it. And it was complicated to build applications from the get-go, from a lot of people's perspective. And the I will guess that it partly comes down to the expectations on tooling, because the thing is that, especially in front-end, and I'm not going to say just in front end because that's not 100% fair, but let's just say the most expectations on tooling and whether or not people like a certain piece of software or a tool in software development, it's all down to how easy it is to use. And Angular is, in a lot of people's minds, not easy to use. Well, maybe at the, uh, in simpler systems, but when you get to a bit of scale, it gets more complicated. And I will guess, because that's the usual argument I've heard before, it is because Angular mixes a qu quite a few different types of concepts with uh, things such as dependency injection, factories, services, etc., etc. So there's a lot of, like in Angular, there is a few things you actually need to understand in order to make Angular work for you. And it is easy to actually not make that investment and actually not know what you're doing and then the code falls to shit. And the trend is, and this is not just for Angular, the trend is that if you are a JavaScript developer and you, well, even if you're not a JavaScript developer, if you work in front-end for any reason and you produce legacy it is the fault of JavaScript that is the mindset that's what's the pro what the problem is that's the consensus within the entire community uh, of people who are not actually enjoying front-end development or actually know what they're doing and that's been this way since the, since the early days of JavaScript if you fuck up JavaScript code it's JavaScript's fault not yours and Ang there's no difference here with angular so let's go over to react then so for React, usually the uh, criticism is that React is fairly complicated to set up because in essence, if you're going to do React development, you need JSX. 
and it's very rare that you see anybody, I don't think I've ever seen anybody write React code without actually using JSX, which now of course means that you need to compile things, you need to, uh, or transpile, depending on how you wanna, what you want to call it, but you need something like Babel or TypeScript and so forth to actually do the compilation, and on top of that you have you have other concepts that is that may be a little bit tricky for you. An example is okay, when do you use hooks? When don't you use hooks? What is like Redux? It's a complicated, complicated thing. And one th part that is very common with people who don't like React is that there is a lot of libraries, and people have this tendency in React to add a lot of libraries because everything is a good idea. They have tons and tons of these different uh, libraries that they can add into uh, to React in order to do it, in, allow it to do more advanced things and people get confused, there's too much going on, it's the same sort of thing, right? It doesn't have to be that way, but more is better is the trend I say, at least I see in frontend, so anything that anybody at any point thinks is a good idea, even if it's just for that afternoon, they will add in because it's going to help everybody. And then we forget about using it a few months later because it wasn't a good idea. But hey, it's now we need now need to support it because nobody ever throws away code for some reason. And so it, it, I would say that in that regard, they react. The people that hate React hate Angular for a very similar sort of reason. It comes down to complexity and things uh, going the wrong way too quickly. And for .NET, well, I'm I'm surprised because the thing is that both React and .NET are, I mean, within their genre. I mean, they're not the same thing in any remote fashion, but they're m among the most beloved things you'll find. I mean, I would go even as far as to say that dot, like the .NET framework is a cult at this point. C-sharp and C-sharp development is basically a cult where you will find developers who will never go outside of the .NET uh, framework. Like the ecosystem of C-sharp is so well developed that there's there are developers who will not actually work outside of it. There's no reason to because basically everything they need is is uh, is available to them in there. The only criticism that I've found for .NET is, uh, apart from of course it's causing you to be forced to use Windows and of course it also creates a situation where you're going to be forced to consider everything from the perspective of Windows because basically it's giving you vendor locking. The other criticism that I've seen for it is that the developers who use .NET, uh, like some of them think that it's too big, like it's complicated, there's too many features, but I mean the same thing is kind of true for if you look at Java for example, like if you have a very inclusive corporate language, it's going to grow big. So yeah, usually people don't like the size of it. and. The only thing apart from that that I've ever seen people criticize with C Sharp is that the, the there is a 
the developers that use uh, that use C sharp they're very tied to C sharp and the .NET framework. They don't really have any organic exposure to anything else. And I mean that's fine. And I think that that we should be open with that. And I say that whenever I get the chance when people ask me if C sharp is a good career option, and I say yes, it is a very good career option. But you should know that if you want to go into Say DevOps or something and something other than C sharp specific development. If you want to go outside of that, you will actually lose out on a bit of organic learning. Now, nothing stopping you from learning this afterwards. It's just that you should be aware of that you may get you may not be so familiar with how most of the other platforms are doing work because that's the thing. C sharp is so niched that you will learn what to do on uh, on in a windows ecosystem and that's it you're not you're not going to learn all that much about terminal usage and the linux uh, operating system which is like basically used by everybody else pretty pretty much regardless of language so you're in this little niche area that is perfect for you if you and that's kind of where why i say that it's designed this way it, that's why it almost is a cult because as long as you're in that click uh, of usage you don't need anything outside of it. But as soon as you want to go outside of it, you will be forced to learn quite a lot of other stuff. And I mean, I, I work with two uh, C-sharp developers, or three, and it, it, this is, it very clearly shows. They are very, very comfortable in C-sharp and using Windows and so forth, but they have almost no skills with using the terminal. They have practically no skills using like just Git as a CLI or anything like that. It very clearly shows that they have been working in a very specific way. That's not a problem because they can still do the job. So I mean, they're still working together and like they're productive and like they're smarter than me, both of them. Uh, it's just that it's, uh, it's a habit that they haven't gotten into because their workflow has been different. So what I want you to take away from this is just that if you're looking to me to answer why people hate Angular, I would say that for me the most common thing I hear is that Angular causes legacy, like it's complicated and the code gets really bad really quickly and then the API has changed quite drastically with a lot of breaking changes. Uh, there are migration strategies of course, but that's usually criticism. Uh, React, if you're asking me who, why do people hate React, it's usually a similar sort of thing, that React always turns to legacy, it always causes problems. There's all these different, this massive ecosystem of different libraries and everybody uses everything and it's super confusing and then you have to bundle and compile stuff, which takes time and then you're just setting up all the things with Webpack and Babel, blah, 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 people don't like that. And then last, uh, I, and I want to say as well, you remember, this is the common trend. Anything JavaScript is the fault of the platform. That's that's how we that's just how we roll these days. People criticize .NET usually because it's a fairly big language, or like sorry, it's a big framework. There's a lot of concept in C Sharp and uh, the .NET framework, and there's vendor locking, which means that once you go into .NET, you're kind of forced to to work within the Microsoft uh, environment. And then lastly, developers who use .NET for a very long period of time without actually doing any type of other development may find that they just know how to work in that ecosystem, but they're, they feel very unfamiliar or they're not so comfortable with the tools that practically everybody else in the industry is using. Have a great day.